This is Built to Sell Radio with your host, John Warlow. This episode is brought to you by Built to Sell, the online course, which is an interactive video-based training program that teaches eight strategies for driving up the value of your company. The course is made up of these 32 videos along with templates and quizzes and worksheets. You can view training videos in your own time, connect with others, and compare notes with classmates in the discussion area of each module. To learn more, head on over to builttosell.com slash course. Do you have any partners in the business you run today? If you do, you probably want to listen to this episode of Built to Sell Radio. We, we interview a guy named Dr. Phil Carson, not the Dr. Phil you're thinking of, a different Dr. Phil. And he talks about the sale of his business to his partner. And it's a fascinating story. I'll try not to ruin the punchline. Suffice it to say, there was a big difference between what he thought his business was worth, what it was actually worth, and what his partner was willing to pay for it. Listen to the rest of the story to find out. Well, Dr. Phil, I've never thought I'd have Dr. Phil on Built to Sell Radio, but I'm thrilled that Dr. Phil has joined <laughs> us. Yeah. Glad to be here, John. <laughs> I, should, uh, I should clarify it's Dr. Phil Carson, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, but an equally Southern accent. I sense that you might be from Texas. Is that right? I'm from Mississippi. Mississippi, my mistake. Well, there you go. Glad, glad you could join us for this. And, you know, I want to dig right in and talk about Priority Care Health Corporation. I mean, this is the business that you sold recently. Just give us a sense of you know, what, you, how did you start this business? What kind of company that were, were you guys? Okay. Uh, well, we're a uh, pharmacy operation that specializes in diabetes care and uh, uh, supplying diabetics with the testing supplies that they need. Uh, uh, we have... Uh, customers, uh, patients, uh, clients, whatever, all over the country. And uh, started this business uh, in April of 2012. Uh, had uh, a guy that I knew that was in the diabetic business. He came to me and said, look, I, I need a pharmacist. I've been a pharmacist since 1985. I've been working primarily in the retail pharmacy uh, operations and doing also some uh, pharmacy consulting. So he said, uh, you know, my business is changing. Uh, the insurance companies are changing how they pay, and I, I need a pharmacist. So I said, you know, well, let me think about it, pray about it. Uh, you know, my wife and I, we talked about it, and I was working for another operation at the time. Uh, I had my own business for uh, 10 years, and um, with the economy sinking in 2008, 2009, I ended up uh, having to shut everything down, lost everything, uh, you know, we had tried to sell, it just wouldn't work, and uh, yeah, at that time, and uh, things just fell apart, and um, ended up going to work for somebody else, and then a couple years into doing that, this guy comes along, and he says, hey, I, you know, I need some help. And, so this uh, is a, di a diabetes patient that, that needs to get these medicines? I mean, why didn't he just go to Walgreens and get the meds? No, no, this, this was a business owner that came to me saying, hey, I, I need a pharmacist to help me start a a business, a start a pharmacy, I see. Uh, for us to be able to continue to service the patients we're servicing. We're lo he said, we're losing customers every day because of the change in their insurance plans that are dictating that they get their supplies from a pharmacy now instead of from a medical supply. He had a medical supply company. And he said, I, I need to open up a pharmacy. I'm losing these people. He said, can you help me? And I said, well, you know, uh, and, and we ended up deciding uh, to do it. And uh, uh, so um, at that time, because I had lost everything previously in my uh, other business, I didn't have anything to invest. Uh, I had uh, 
a little bit of a com computer equipment that I had saved. Uh, I had some carpentry skills. I went in his warehouse. I built out a pharmacy, put in the computers. I worked free for six months to get the business up and running off the ground, moonlighting, doing that, working nights and weekends uh, because it was a closed door operation. I didn't have to be there during the day. We could do everything at night and on the weekends uh, and getting started. So uh, after a year, uh, the business had grown tremendously, and I said, I can't continue to do this. It's killing me, you know, uh, working this many hours and, uh, you know, missing a lot of things with my family. Uh, so I quit the job and um, went full blast uh, with the business. Uh, and basically what I got for doing that, I got a, a percentage uh, of shares in the uh, in the business as a partner. Yes, I partnered with him and uh, and so we uh, had the partnership in the business, and that's kind of how we got started. And it's just uh, grown uh, tremendously uh, over the past few years. And the business is essentially a, a diabetes uh, medicine and, and testing uh, distributor. It, it sells those to diabetic patients who need to test their blood and so forth. Exactly. And that's how we started, but we, we branched out from there. Uh, you know, I, I never... Uh, intended for this to, to happen and didn't think it was going to happen when I started this. I thought we would stay with this little operation that we had, but um, uh, last year uh, we ended up with two retail operations. We acquired one, opened another one in the, in the same town as the closed door uh, pharmacy operation. And since then uh, we've acquired another and opened another. And uh, so now there's five locations. Uh, I didn't know so, there were that many diabetics. I mean, are they all from the? Is there? Is they all? Are they all from the same physical region, or are people ordering from all over the country? All over the country. Yeah, hmm. all over the country. And, and why do they come to you instead of again back to my ask question? Why don't they just get their their supplies from you know at, at any other pharmacy? Why do, why are they coming to you specifically? Well, because uh, we home deliver. I mean, a lot of people are are needing their supplies delivered to them. Uh, they're not able to get out and get uh, get them. Uh, they have to depend on somebody else to get them for them. Uh, so it, it, it's a convenience thing. Um, uh, and and uh, as far as the retail, we have pharmacy, retail pharmacy operations now that do service all the local custom, uh, local people in the area. Uh, but uh, we have the, the mail order operation that uh, you know, sends supplies out all over the country. So you've earned this sweat equity with your partner and you've built this business. I mean, give us a sense of, it sounded like it started off from literally nothing. You kind of literally banging out the first sort of retail store within a store to, to today. You've got all these customers uh, across the country. Mm -hmm. And, you know, at what point did you think, uh, hey, I might want to sell my shares in this business? Um, well, that, that happened um, about a year ago. Um, we were growing, we had uh, acquired a pharmacy, we had opened up a new one, and uh, you know, new employees, uh, the business was, was growing, and uh, there was a lot of problems. You know, you always have problems with growth uh, and growing pains, and uh, yeah, there was uh, em employee issues, communication issues, a lot of things going on within the company. And I said, hey, we need to do something here. Uh, you know, we're growing. We're, we've got to operate things better. Things need to run smoother. Um, and so I told my partner, I said, look, I know a, a person who can help us, you know, get things smoothed out and help us, you know, with uh, all the employee issues that we've got going on. Uh, and uh, I said, I want to hire her. 
uh, to come in and help us make things better and improve our workflow and improve communication within the company among everybody and all the different departments. And, uh, you know, he was reluctant and he, he finally agreed that, you know, if I would pay for a certain part of it, you know, we'd let her come in and do an analysis. But you guys are partners. I mean, why are you paying? You, you mean like literally paying out of your own pocket? Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. He said, if I paid uh, for the analysis, uh, if everything looked good and he would, you know, pay for her to come in and do the training. So I said, okay, because I, I saw the need. I knew it was a great need. I agreed to do that. Uh, so we brought her in. She did the analysis, and it was shocking. Uh, I, it wasn't as shocking to me as it was uh, to him. Uh, but, uh, you know, some of the things were kind of shocking to me, uh, the way the employees felt. Um, and so when he was presented with the facts, he just kind of blew them off and kind of discounted them and um, would not act upon anything and would not, uh, you know, hire her to come in and, and fix things and do any training. So that made the decision for me right there that, hey, it's, you know, it's time for me to start thinking about exiting. Uh, so that's, that's what brought it about. Uh, and, you know, at that time, um, you know, I was looking to do what I do, and I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a pharmacist who really believes in natural medicine, and I, I'm real passionate about supplements and, and natural alternatives, and um, uh, that was something I was working on incorporating into our business. Uh, and uh, at that time, uh, I said, well, you know, I don't know if he's not willing to help this company make these changes, you know, work with our employees and, and uh, help them do a better job then I need to look at uh, you know, doing something else and getting out on my own and pursuing my passion anyway, uh, you know, which is the natural side of things. But um, so, that, you know, that's when I started uh, you know, working on uh, uh, the thinking process and uh, eventually a few months later took the initiative uh, to go ahead and start uh, working out a plan to exit and uh, announced it to him that, you know, I wanted to sell and it's time for me to go. So let's talk about that. So you approach uh, your partner and <clears throat> say, look, I, I want out. I mean, walk me through that conversation behind closed doors. Take us into the negotiation table. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, when I initially uh, talked to him and told him how I was feeling uh, that, you know, I really was passionate about uh, the natural things and and I felt like uh, I had some opportunities there that I wanted to pursue and I needed to pursue. And that was my dream and my passion to, uh, to do that anyway. It's the type of business I had that I lost back in 2008, 2009 that I was growing and developing at that time. And uh, so uh, I told him that. I said, look, uh, you know, this is what I'm passionate about. This is really what I want to do. Uh, you know, I want to sell my part of the business. Uh, and, uh, you know, he just kind of, ignored me. Uh, he said, okay, okay, we'll, we'll talk about it some more. And, um, uh, and, um, it, it was like the next time I went back, talked to him about it some more, which was, uh, you know, two or three weeks later, uh, cause I gave him some time to think about it and think about what I had told him. Cause I know it, it was probably a little shock to him. Um, but, uh, it was like, I hadn't even said anything to him at all. 
uh, it was like I was starting over again. So he was in denial, and or, or either he was just you know you're refusing uh, to believe that I I meant what I said. Uh, so that was a uh, it ended up being a long drawn out uh, uh, process uh, from the time I first announced to him what I wanted to do. Uh, it took six months uh, before uh, we ever signed a deal. And what was the structure of your agreement as it relates to specifically this issue? Did, I mean, did you have a shareholders agreement? We did. That, and what did it state as it relates to you know either party wanting to get out? Yeah, well, it, it stated uh, that we would uh, either party wanted to get out at any particular time. We would uh, let that other party know. Uh, and it didn't, it was just a, it was just a general, uh, agreement that we had between each other. Of course, it was, you know, legal binding agreement. And we knew in the beginning that we needed that and had the stipulations in there for what needed to be done, but it was pretty simple. Uh, how, how did you, know. you address the issue of earnout? I mean, first of all, was it, was it a traditional shotgun agreement where one party, you know, proposes a price, the other party either has to match it or accept it? What, what was the the legal structure of the uh, the partnership resolution, if you will. Yeah, it, there there was uh, nothing like that. It was just that uh, the, the agreement said if uh, if one wanted out, they would just tell the other, and at that and we would uh, work out um, you know something between the the two parties would be worked out as far as shares in the uh, in the company, and uh, it, basically you would we would be giving the other owner first option you know, for purchase. Uh, I see. Basically what it was. So it entitled and, you to go externally if you wanted to sell, but, but yeah. you know, the first option would go to, so you, did you come up with the price that you thought your shares were worth? Um, I, uh, I did. Um, and, um, you know, uh, I, I did my homework on that. Uh, you know, thankfully I, I had a, a business coach that helped me with that. Um, and so I, I did my homework there. Um, how did they arrive? And, how did you and the coach arrive at what you thought the shares were worth? I mean, what methodology did you choose? Um, we uh, actually, my business coach, uh, and, and I mean, he, he helped me tremendously. Uh, I had already hired him to coach me through what I was doing in the company, and then uh, and then trying to incorporate uh, my passion, what I do uh, in the company, and make it part of the company. Uh, and to, you know, uh, grow the business uh, with some other locations and that, that kind of stuff. Because, uh, and he's uh, a tremendous coach. His name is Aaron Walker. And uh, Aaron, uh, you know, was a tremendous asset to me through this whole transition uh, of what we did. Uh, and, his, you know, his expertise in business, uh, you know, that he has and selling businesses and, you know, starting new businesses and all that kind of uh, stuff that, uh, that he's done, you know, sure. over, over the years was a tremendous help to me. But he helped me uh, structure that and, and walked me through uh, the, the negotiations. And uh, when I first talked to Aaron about it, I was, <laughs> I was, I was willing to, uh, to take a, uh, a figure way lower than what I actually ended up getting. Uh, and uh, thanks to him, I, I didn't do that. And he said, you know, when I first told him, he said, whoa, 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 you, you, you want to give his business away. He said, you need to hold off. Uh, let's, let's, let's work through this. What were, you, what were you willing to give it away for, and what did you end up selling it for? 
Um, at, at the time when I first talked to Aaron, my figure in my mind was that I, you know, if I could get uh, 250,000, I would be happy. I was, uh, you know, I was really, you know, uh, you know, dissatisfied with what was going on, and I was, you know, ready to to get on out. Uh, but, but with Aaron's help and uh, you know his assistance in negotiations and him advising me to get a, uh, an accountant to run some numbers and all, uh, you know, and uh, do a, do a valuation, and that's what we did. We ended up doing a valuation, and that's how I came up with a with a, with a selling price. And uh, but because of the uh, valuation that we did, um, I ended up with uh, 1.2 million instead of 250,000. Well, that's a nice, <laughs> nice difference for Aaron to, uh, to be able to <laughs> share some light on that. That's fantastic. Yeah. Well, you owe him a big steak dinner. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Several of them. <laughs> yeah. So, so what was the biggest? Uh, what were the biggest lessons that you learned from working with Aaron on this specific valuation piece? You, you had a valuation done, but what did you learn going through that process about what, what was driving the value of your business? Why it was worth 1.2 and not 250? Yeah, well, it was just a, a matter of, of doing my homework and getting somebody else to look at it, to, to get a, a person outside uh, to look at it. And, uh, you know, somebody that was good with numbers and somebody that could, uh, you know, could look at what the sales were. And, and we based the, the, you know, the, uh, the value pretty much on what the company sales are. And, uh, uh, and having somebody to look at those numbers and give me a, you know, uh, their expertise advice on, on what they felt like it was worth and what I should ask for it. Um, so uh, they were him, using a they were using a multiple of revenue uh, in order to to value the business. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, we actually the the accountant actually looked at several different formulas for uh, you know value in the business, and we came up you know with with an average, and that's uh, basically with the the one point two is what it averaged out being. So. What did your partner say when you kind of proposed this number, or did you have him make the first move and and and, and propose a number? Did you bring the number? Uh, I did. I had him make the first move because I, I wouldn't give him a number until he gave me one. And and what did he give you? Oh, it, it was uh, <laughs> it made me laugh. Uh, yeah, he, he was. Uh, uh, it was way low, way 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 low. And uh, but uh, I, I don't know, uh, you know, if if, uh, if he really thought. Uh, I would accept that and hoping I would accept that low number. Uh, but I told him, uh, and this is where Aaron's great advice came in, uh, came into play, uh, really in helping me here. Uh, because if I had not had been prepared with that valuation, you know, I, I probably wouldn't have gotten the 1.2. Um, but, uh, because I was prepared, uh, we had looked at the numbers, uh, and everything, uh, it, it made a big difference. And so, uh, yeah, the, he, he, um, uh, he tried to, uh, and I, and I felt like he would, cause he's a real astute business person. He, he's the kind of guy that, uh, is going to, you know, drive a person to get the best th deal he can get, the best price he can get on anything that he does. And, uh, so I was, I was kind of, uh, expecting that. So, um, I was happy that I had my numbers in order. And so was it quite a negotiation between you? He's at a, I mean, he's at a really kind of laughable number. You're, did you start at 1.2 or did you, did you go start higher than that and come down? No, I, I, 
I started at that, and I told him, I said, look, I said, I said here's our sales numbers. He said, and I said, this is what we've got. I mean, this is what the company's doing. And uh, I said, based upon these sales, you know, this is a fair valuation, very fair. And, uh, uh, and you know, uh, he said, well, let me take a look at some more numbers and stuff. He, 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 he put me off for a couple of weeks before he came back and said, you know, okay, I, I agree with you. That's, you know, that's fair. I'll pay it. Wow. And did you get a check or did he pay it in installments? How did that work? Uh, I got a check and uh, uh, for... Uh, the majority of it, and then um, he's finishing out the rest of it in installments. Wow. What an interesting, interesting story. And um, thanks for sharing it in such, in such detail. Yeah. I mean, as you go through it, and hindsight being 2020, I mean, what was the, the, the biggest surprise for you personally going through this process? I mean, what's, the, what's the biggest lesson, I guess, that, that others perhaps are going through a similar process could take away from it? Yeah, well, I would say um, probably the, the the time that it took to get to go through uh, the process. Uh, I went in thinking, "Hey, man, we can get this done in you know a month, two months at the most," and uh, you know the process drug on for six uh, for six months. So I was kind of naive in my thinking there that we could get it done real uh, real quick. And uh, I even, I even had somebody else tell me in in the beginning that. I mean, this is going to take you several months to get this done. I said, no, nah, we, we, we can get it done a lot quicker than that. It's not going to take that long. And uh, so, you know, I, I was, I, I was kind of naive there. And How uh, was your relationship with your partner during that six-month negotiation? I mean, it, did, it, did it really break down, or, or were you able to keep it pretty professional? We, we kept it, uh, you know, we kept it very, uh, uh, very professional. Um, you know, there, there could have been some times there and opportunities for it to maybe, uh, break down. Um, uh, uh, but, uh, you know, I kept it very professional. I wanted it, you know, to, to keep everything flowing with the company, with employees. Uh, I didn't want any, you know, problems, any disruption. I didn't want to hurt him. I didn't want to hurt any, uh, any, uh, of the employees with what we were, uh, what we were doing. And, and I didn't want to hurt our you know, our friendship uh, either. We've been knowing each other for, you know, uh, a long time. And, and that's, you know, that's something with the negotiation and all that. I mean, you, you can be, uh, you know, aggressive. You can be, you know, brutal with people. But I, I couldn't do that with him and I didn't want to be. And I'm not that kind of person anyway. And I wanted to be as civil as I could possibly be and be as patient as I could possibly be. But that was the thing, be, you know, that I had to struggle with is being patient because I wanted it to happen faster than what it was. And Aaron helped me through that. And Aaron was pushing me, you know, uh, to, you know, to, to get things done uh, as well. But, you know, uh, I had to, I had to, to learn to be <clears throat> more patient than what I, <laughs> what I wanted, wanted to be actually. But uh, it, it worked out good. And, and, you know, everybody's happy. And, uh, you know, uh, actually I'm still, helping the company and working with the company some on a, on a consultant basis until everything is complete and done uh, uh, as far as the, uh, all the, the money's paid. So, and that's obviously given you an opportunity to go do something that you're passionate about. I'm assuming that you went back into the natural pathic kind of field and, and yeah. maybe talk a little bit about that with some closing thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I'm, I'm back in uh, to do that. I'm working on developing uh, my business, Carson Natural Health, 
Um, it's, and we're primarily doing it online. Back years ago when I had uh, brick and mortar pharmacies and a, and a brick and mortar pharmacy operation that I called Carson Natural Health Center, uh, you know, it, it was all, you know, done locally. Now with all the technology and the online uh, ability that we have to grow a business online, that's what I'm doing. I've hired a marketing uh, expert to help me uh, with doing that. Uh, I've got Aaron that helps coach me in business. Um, you know, I had um, <clears throat> another coach that I'd hired before Aaron that helped me through uh, a lot of this. And, and it really taught me into staying in the company longer than what I stayed. And, and that paid off tremendously as well. And uh, that was uh, uh, Dan Miller. And uh, Dan was a big help to me and uh, <clears throat> and helping me to learn a lot that I've learned about growing an online business as well. So, um in closing, where can people find you now? What's the URL that people can go to? Uh, Carson Natural Health um, is, uh, is my company. The URL is carsonnatural.com. And um, if, uh, you know, there, there's some things that I do for uh, people. I love helping people. I love sharing things. Uh, some of the things that we do at Carson Natural Health, uh, I make available, uh, I want to make available to your uh, listeners if they'll go to uh, carsonnatural.com forward slash built to sell. Uh, there's a free resource there uh, that we give people to help with, with balancing their energy level. I have people coming to me all the time. I'm, you know, I need energy. I'm drained. What can you give me? What can you tell me, you know, to do? Uh, that free resource is there. Um, and also, we uh, have a uh, Fine and 49 course uh, that I teach. Uh, it's a health uh, course to help people live a more balanced, uh, healthy and vibrant life. Uh, and that's, uh, that can be found there as well at carsonnatural.com forward slash built to sell. Phil Carson, thanks for sharing your story. Yes, sir. Thank you, John. I appreciate it very much. Thanks for listening to Built to Sell Radio with John Warlow. For complete show notes with links to additional resources, visit builttosell.com slash blog. John is the founder of the Value Builder System. To find out how to improve the value of your business by 71%, visit valuebuildersystem.com. John is also the author of Built to Sell, creating a business that can thrive without you and the automatic customer, creating a subscription business in any industry. Connect with John at Facebook.com slash Built to Sell or on Twitter at John Warlow, W-A-R-R-I-L-L-O-W. Thanks for listening.